0: This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 154 of the Dressage Radio Show. Welcome to the programme. My guest this week is Swiss rider Christine Stuckelberger, who many of you will remember for her partnership with Granat, amongst many others. She was the 1976 Montreal gold medalist, where she also won a silver team medal as well. And she also earned team medals in the World Championships over four occasions and was the individual champion in seventy-eight, and she had won silvers in eighty-two and eighty-six and an amazing career that uh, Christine had. She's still very involved uh, in the sport, living in the north of Switzerland with her partner and long-term trainer. George Vall, of course, has been her trainer for many, many years and their successful partnership, of course, uh, will be remembered by many who follow the sport over the years. I caught up with Christine recently to reflect on those golden years and also find out what she's doing these days. Well, Christine, welcome to the Dressage Radio Show. Thank you very much. Thank you. And, and it's nice to catch up with you because we both know so many people in Switzerland from, oh, a long time ago, I think we should say.
1: Oh, yes, we do. Yes.
0: All horse people. <laughs> yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And you have, of course, this wonderful connection with the uh, Freddy Knie and the Circus Knie in Switzerland, too. And you're still enjoying watching him train their horses
1: oh yes I do I go tomorrow morning in his training and in the evening in the performance and we are still still very good friends and uh, I, I adore his way of riding and te- teaching from the ground the horses uh, he is really uh, top top in his way to do to, and to work with horses in a soft way n- never in a hard way and they understand so good and I like it very much li- how he is training the horses
0: And it was always remarkable when I was watching him back in the 60s, Christine, with his father, Freddie, of course, training these horses without a saddle, without a bridle, sometimes with the whip, perhaps, but doing high school movements. And these horses were so happy in their work.
1: Yes, and easy to ride because I was sometimes allowed to ride the horses and were wonderful to ride, light in the hand, good on the leg. And. Really, really good, trained, really, in you know, a super submission, as uh, we dressers, riders should sometimes have better. <laughs> yes, the,
0: yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. that is so true. And it's remarkable yeah. that actually his success is, we call it the circus, but really his performances and the quality of his training should be well beyond the circus arena.
1: Well, I think it's the best uh, circus in the world with horses, uh, yeah. absolutely, because I have seen so many circuses in so many countries, but it's really the best with horses. And uh, that was also the reason why uh, my trainer, Mr. Wall, who was also on the Spanish riding school, Oberbereiter, he was for four years by Fredy Knie Senior to to uh, get teached about the fine riding, the, the finesse, uh, how we say finesse yes. in uh, the French word, and um also to uh some little i cannot say tricks, but some uh things you don't learn in the Spanish riding school for maybe be passage a little help here, a little help there and um also the um, spanish et and the waltzer uh, and all these things. And Mr. Val was really happy in these four years, and he learned so much with Freddie Knie Senior at that time. And I think that's why he was so good in, in, in training also, because he had both schooling, the, the Freddie Knie schooling and the Spanish riding school.
0: Yes, it's a very interesting combination. You refer, of course, to George Val, who's been your trainer and partner now for how many years, Christine?
1: Oh, I don't know. Many, many. (laughs) A long time. A long
0: time. And of course, I knew his brother, Rudy, when I was working in, in Bern. And what a strong horse family they came from. A really natural horseman, very quiet horseman. It's a style that appealed to you when you first knew them, wasn't it? And you adapted that method of training with
1: him absolutely yes absolutely and his father was uh, also an international driver he was driving horses with uh, four horses in, in the ca- uh, ca- carriage. carriage driving yeah. yes mm-hmm. yeah mhm also in international and he uh, was winning uh, his father a uh, competition in aachen for uh, i don't know how many years <laughs> but many many years yes. uh, but he was a uh, really good uh, also top horseman yes ex-
0: ex- yeah. extraordinary now He's trained you with gosh, so many horses christine i mean you I mean, we could make a whole book about the great partnerships that you've had, and people will remember your name immediately with of course granite that you did so well with you i think you called him granny didn't you affectionately
1: yeah that was granny yes <laughs> <laughs> yes yes yeah that was my best horse and then uh, goka also was uh, very successful mm-hmm. because he is the most successful Stalin in the world he has seven medals on Olympics, uh, World Championship, Europe Championship, and um, he was uh, nobody in Switzerland. Nobody wanted him. He was to, to buy for very cheap money. Nobody wanted him, and then he gets such a successful stallion.
0: Yes, it's an interesting story, that one, but I want to tell granite's story granite's story because that is a fascinating story how how you got him and how you kept him he was going to be sold and then he wasn't and then the secret that you kept about him all his career which i think is remarkable tell tell everybody christine how you first found him
1: well i was looking after second horse after my first horse mary boy that was a cellbed and I was looking to a second horse, and then uh, I was already in Vienna training and uh, by Mr. Walden. then. And then I uh, heard that in Bayern, in Germany, south of Germany, is a stable who sells horses. And Mr. Wal was teaching the, the riderin in from this stable, and um, so we went in this stable to watch horses, to look for horses. And they had three horses for my choice. And um, two horses were very nice, a grey one, a bay one, but very, very expensive. And so Granat was the cheapest one, but the, the yeah, not so good-looking like the others. But he moves very nice. He had a fantastic rhythm, and so we decided to buy him. Then I took him to Vienna, and um, after two months or so, uh, somebody said uh, that he is blind on the right eye. And uh, we said, "Oh, we can can see nothing. It's 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 um, not visible." And then they said that we should just check with the hand, and uh, so he didn't react. And uh, then we went to the clinic, and they uh, recognized that uh, they had even no. Um, uh, he couldn't see anything because even not uh, dark or, 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 or bright or everything, it was just nothing on the right eye. But uh, we kept this uh, secret until the end of his career because we always thought maybe when the church knows uh, what happens with his eye, maybe uh, we have uh, um, what's the opposite of advantage
0: (laughs) a disadvantage yes yeah
1: yeah and uh, so we kept this until we finished the career definitely yeah
0: yes that was extraordinary but he was not an easy horse despite being blind in one eye he was very very strong wasn't he for you and I, i think george had to ride him a lot of the time at home he because you're not very tall are you christine
1: yeah, but Granat wasn't really big, he was just powerful, but yeah. he was only 68, but he yeah. looks like a locomotion, he was really powerful, <laughs> and always rolling his eye, and he had a super expression, that was uh, why he showed, he looked, uh, he showed where he was a show horse, really, he wanted to be uh, a show horse, and, and impress people, and uh it was really funny character because i always said he is a professor he knows now we have competition and i have to be um, opinion to me and uh, to listen to me and uh, at home he was sometimes really naughty and and, uh, really strong because he also he he had the problem he couldn't see on the right side but he could hear and when he could hear something but uh, he couldn't see Then he was really, really taking off, and uh, I was somewhere.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And Christine would disappear off around the showground. Sometimes, yes. (laughs) But but you had a way of, um, you know, trying to overcome that, didn't you, at shows? Didn't you used to walk him around and round to show him his environment and make sure he knew where he was?
1: That actually, Mr. Val did. He was walking with him, uh, for example, in Goodwood. The place was was quite difficult. In in Goodwood, was very busy all around, and uh, Mr. Val uh, walked him around around the arena in the morning, because uh, he thought he must uh, know every noise, so uh, he doesn't take off when some noise is coming. The, the microphone or, or uh, from the tent or the, for whatever, from the stable or around. And uh, so he was walking with him and uh, so he get used about the noise. That was the reason why. Yes. And that, so of he, course, uh, that
0: was yeah. in uh, Goodwood, that would be the alternate Olympics in 1980?
1: Yes, yeah. yes.
0: Where mm-hmm. you ended up, but um, but of course that was 1980. You were, had already become the Olympic champion by then with him in in Montreal, and that was an interesting story because he had to travel, of course, from Switzerland to Montreal. Tell us about that because it, there was some excitement with that journey, wasn't there?
1: Uh, yes, he had. Uh, we had a problem because we were waiting on the Zurich airport, and then uh, exactly there where the planes are starting. And then um, that was such a noise that he gets very crazy in his lorry, and uh, then we have to give him a... uh, He was really uh, damaging the the lorry, and uh, then we have to give him an injection. And then finally, when he was in the plane, then he was quiet, then he was quiet. And just we have some turbulence, and uh, but um, anyway, um, yeah, the turbulence, the horses get afraid, and then we have to be with them, yeah. That's... uh, uh, when they get uh, panicking, yes. and um, but uh, normally he was a good uh, traveling boy. Yeah, he was really <laughs> nice to travel with him. Yeah,
0: yeah. But that must have been a worry, of course. But you arrived in Montreal in good time, didn't you? You had some weeks to prepare. For the Olympics, what was he like to ride then when he was getting really fit, Christine? Obviously, we, we, we all knew that he was strong. But when you were preparing for that Olympic Games, did you think the here was possibly a chance of being an Olympic champion with this horse?
1: I was already Europe champion at the year before. I, I was the favorite for the Olympics. But the uh, the place was very very difficult because the uh, the spectators were higher and it was like for for the feeling for the riders getting in a hole down yes. and um, for Granat was very difficult because then he could, he wasn't uh, used to to have the spectators on the side so high on a hill around the hill and then uh, so it was very difficult and the first competition we had. Was uh, just um, compulsory. So just the ones who wanted to go con- could uh, go into the arena and to get used about the horses up, uh, to the arena. And it was uh, just, um, I think, a M level, a medium level, mm-hmm. just to to show the ground to the horses. And uh, he was awful with me the first uh, competition on the the little level, little level. And uh, so the German they they were thinking I was cheating, just uh, extra doing badly. So I co- they couldn't see how good he was, <laughs> but uh, I couldn't do better anyway. It was horrible to ride with him the first time. And in the Grand Prix, I was only I think six points in front of Harry Bolt because it was difficult for us in this arena. And then Harry Bolt said, "Well, now we can get her." And uh, he thought he's very close to me and he will uh, win the next competition. But in the next competition in the Grand Prix special, he was so perfect. And then uh, the wife of Harry Bolt said, uh, Oh, she was so good. You cannot beat her because he was after me. <laughs> and I said, Oh, my, that's upset. from the psychological, what do Psy- you say?
0: Psychological, yes. The
1: way it's actually a little bit difficult when you say, before you have to get in. She said to him, "You can uh, never beat her because she was so good." <laughs> and then I had more than uh, seventy or eighty points. I had very high points in front uh, of him. Then I was winning. Yeah, yeah,
0: that was. But amazing. I was
1: sure I was winning because at home I I knew I it's my Olympics. I, I I had in my feeling I can not tell you why, but I had in my feeling that's my Olympic. Yes, well, as you
0: said, you had success with him at the European Championships before, so you had good preparation, but you never know that you've got an Olympic horse until you win that Olympic medal. But you won so much with him, Christina. He really was a horse of a lifetime for you, wasn't he? Because he came along right at the beginning of your international career.
1: I mean, he won everything what he did after then. He was the only horse in the whole world until these days. Uh, who was five and a half years unbeatable. Yes. Five and a half years. And it never happens before and never happens after. And it is really incredible to having a horse nobody wanted to have. And they were laughing first (laughs) to me. And they said, that's a carriage horse. They said (laughs) on the microphone in Dortmund, you must imagine. (gasps) Yeah. Yeah. They said that it's a carriage horse on the microphone, official. (laughs) And they won't say that now, huh? (laughs) <laughs> no, <laughs> but for me it was a little bit shocking because I like my horse, I love my horse, and I was a little bit shocked that they tell from Granada such uh, in that way. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, but you were able to prove them wrong and. Uh you fi- you finally had the last laugh, as they say. I think so. Yes,
1: finally. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah but it yep. really
0: was a wonderful partnership with with him, and you also made a lot of history there for Swiss dressage, Christine. Because of course, you know, people will remember Henri Chamartin, who was a very famous Swiss rider who came along before you. But then, as a woman, you really did steal the limelight for Swiss dressage and. You were dressage champion, of course, for many years, but you also, I think, hold a record for a Swiss sportsperson in the Olympics, don't you?
1: Yes, yes, absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah which and is also more. for the championship, because I was winning 14 championships with different horses, but it never happens before also. And also uh, with the medals, I have uh, uh, 25 medals. 25 in total. That's wonderful. Where, yeah. are,
0: where are they, Christine? Do you have a nice case at home?
1: Yes, a very nice one, Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, in the dining room. And uh, it was also with uh, Granat, it was with uh, Tanzanite, it was with Goga. And um, so we, we had uh, quite uh, many, many years' success, yeah. You also, did. Goga did two Olympics, so I had also there, Miss Goga, several medals, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, I wanted to mention Goga because he, that, of course, was a wonderful partnership
1: it really, Granat was uh, the longest and the most famous, type, I would say. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, yes. And yeah. then came Gogan. And Gogan really was your last international partner, wasn't he?
1: No, Aquamarine was the last Aqu- the one. Aquamarine after yeah, that. Yeah, what I had in Sydney. And uh, okay. actually, I was uh, on the eighth place the year before on the Europe Championship. I finished eighth. And I was also um, in the ranking. I was on the, I think, even on the sixth place in the ranking. 5th five, five, or 6th place in the world ranking and then I came to the Olympics and then um, it was something happened until today I have no idea why I get punished so hard and then uh, Marietta Vitage said um, I said that uh, churches are not good or are like a mafia but I said Marietta I never said this because I, I had no reason I was 8th on the Europe Championship I was in the ranking in front and uh, so I had no reason to say anything about the churches, and I, I don't know who who say something, but I didn't. Right. And uh, they punished me with sixty-three uh, uh, percent, what I never had before. With Aquamaria, uh, I was always over seventy, always, always.
0: Yes, yes, yeah, yes. We we
1: hadn't the percent a percent so high as they have now uh, now. At that time and we never had 80 or, or whatever they have now, 90 or <laughs> they have really records now and uh, I think uh, sometimes we had also good riding and uh, it wasn't uh, less bad um, as they think it was before and uh, I think we had a good level that time, maybe it has a little bit uh uh, some problems with horses, uh, they maybe see four, five, six horses had a nice PF and the rest had a normal PF. But uh, now everybody is PFing because they have uh, um, other methods. Yes. And uh, sometimes methods I don't like so much, but uh, anyway, uh, it's more horses do a nice PF now. That's the only difference I can see.
0: Yes, that's interesting. I mean, over the years yeah. you've seen so many changes. Were you always uh, interested in dressage, Christine, when you were a small girl? How did you first start to get into the sport?
1: Well, actually, I, I was uh, less ambitious to go into the sport, but uh, I just it, it came to me. And uh, even when I was a junior, I had a horse uh, from a very, very strong, uh, heavy man. And it was a very ugly, big, big horse. Um, very long in the back very big head and uh, very very um, heavy horse and nobody thought that's a horse for a junior and um, I uh, was allowed to ride him and then Mr. Wall said oh well, it's good going with you you can go in a competition and it was a very important competition the most important competition in the year because it was the exposition expo in Lausanne and this is all 20, uh, all 20 years one times and it was in this um, national exposition and uh, was really big competition with shamatha, was competing, Fisher was competing, all the big names. And I was in a junior competition and was uh, with this awful horse, really the most aquaist horse you can imagine. <laughs> I finished second. And <laughs> then everybody was saying, the Shamata said to my mom, oh, why the little... Little girl he she will be a good rider. And my mom said, Well, she just start, started and she's admiring you so much. My mother said to Shamata. Aww. And he said that time when he had seen me on this big, big, ugly horse, he said, Oh, that she will be a good rider. Wow,
0: well, that was something to remember for the rest of your life uh, coming from. I, him. I will,
1: I will for sure, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Was your mother into horses, Christine? Did you have family? Inultimate? Yes, my
1: mother was was really like me, crazy about horses and horses and horses and animals and dogs and everything was what was, is an animal is. And uh, I, my love for horses is uh, absolutely from my mom, yeah.
0: Right, right. She
1: okay. was riding also in Switzerland and also in England when uh, that was, the, some years ago was uh, very uh, important that the Swiss girls go to England to learn perfect English. Ah, right. Yeah, there she was riding, yeah,
0: a lot, yeah. Yeah, well, you certain, it, certainly you inherited that with your very good English too.
1: Oh, no, my English, uh, I forgot a little bit, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, but it's, a, it's much better than my Swiss German. I've forgotten so much of my Swiss German now. Um, I want to talk about your other horses and what you're doing now, Christine, because you are still actively riding horses each day and you have stallions. Tell us about the operation that you have, the business that you have now in Switzerland.
1: Well, I do a lot of clinics. I go now to Berlin and Leipzig, and I have two clinics there now this weekend. And I have clinics in Austria, and I have also clinics in France and in uh, sometimes in Italy. And um, I have very nice students also competing until the from lower level until Grand Prix every every level. And I have marvelous horses in my stable. I said I have to go... It gets so old to have so nice horses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, you certainly have. How many horses do you, do you have currently in your stable?
1: I have now fifteen. Yeah. Fifteen?
0: Huh. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and how many of these are breeding stallions?
1: Um, two of them are gickered, uh, and the others are not uh, selected. But um, uh, they are marvelous stallions. It's just a dream. I, I'm just enjoying to see them and also to ride them, and I'm so happy. And uh, for me, it's not necessary that every stallion is a breeding stallion.
0: Right. Did you yep. always prefer stallions, Christine? Is this that you got along with them so well, or was it just the individual animal that you would prefer to keep as a stallion?
1: Well, stallions are very, uh, sometimes, uh, a li- little less easy to, to ride because, uh, they, they have such a big personality. And I, I was used from Granat to co cooperate with big personalities like Granat was. So, uh, I can very good handle, uh, stallions, very, very good. I find always a compromise before they get strong or before naughty or something and we really have a good cooperation, really. Mm-hmm. And I like to ride stallions. I really, I, I like it yeah. mm-hmm.
0: And, and uh, do you have some mares? Do you do some breeding with them, or do they just use stallions for other people's mares?
1: I have uh, three mares, but I'm not breeding in my home because it's too small. The uh-huh. the fields are too small, and so I'm I'm always buying the the my horses as a filly. Right, right. All my stallions, yeah. all my horses as a filly. Yeah. yeah
0: mm-hmm. And you bring. I'm
1: them. not breeding anymore. I did, but. Uh, In Switzerland, the the country is so small and the the fields are so small and it's not, uh, for me, uh, you need the the wide, big fields like in Germany. And I had all my falls uh, growing up in Germany and uh, never in Switzerland, yeah. Yeah. So you're
0: still as busy as ever then. A lot of traveling, a lot of riding horses. Do you still compete, Christine? Do you get in the show ring?
1: Uh, No, last year I wanted to compete, but uh, I was... um, um, b- building, um, rebuilding my stable, making big boxes, and uh, changing my stable, and uh, so I hadn't time. And I, as I was uh, traveling so much, it was never time. So uh, last year, this was the first year I didn't compete. Yeah,
0: right.
1: Yeah, but I was too busy. I I, I did uh, so many things. Yeah, I'm also president of a child organization for to help children in in the. Third, no, Th- third, third word. Yes, yeah, yes, and uh, we do a lot of uh, for uh, uh, children and uh, the mothers uh, for having water, having um, something to eat, or also to to uh, for, so they can have her own vegetable, so they have uh, also work. They are busy. They get uh, maybe a goat or a cow or something. Uh, we don't give too much money, but we build schools uh, uh, for water. Uh, they have enough water, and uh, we uh, support them very much uh, in this way. Yeah.
0: In mm-hmm. Which countries uh, is that then, Christine?
1: Is uh, Burkina uh, Faso? Uh, 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 oh
0: yes, Burkina Faso. Yeah. But yeah. Yep.
1: And um, Sudan, and also the re- really, really poor countries, really poor countries. Yeah. Yes. That's and
0: wonderful.
1: also some in Haiti, and uh, we really do uh, uh, on different place, different places. Uh, there, but it's really necessary where the big, big. Organization they don't go there, so uh, we don't uh, go there because they they have uh, it's necessary yeah
0: that's wonderful. What is the name of the charity christine
1: it's uh, kinder in Norton, may be uh, in children. in children in in north north what was that name uh north is um Oh, I fo- just forgot the, the word in the moment. Is when they have really, really uh, uh, hard life. They are really uh, on the end, really. Oh, in poverty. Uh, poverty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Children yeah, yeah. in yeah.
1: poverty. Yes, okay. Yeah. And it's a Swiss uh, um, charity um, organisation. Yes. Okay,
0: wonderful. Well, we'll put that name on our show notes on the website so people can find out more about that charity. It,
1: so. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice one. We have very, very popular uh, film stars, movie stars, um, uh, opera singer. <laughs> we have, uh, singers. We have singers. We have really, really famous people in there. They help us uh, really nice with so, uh um, profession and uh, support us, and uh, really super skier. We have Bernard Russi, the oh, world, yes. w- world championship uh, w- uh, winner, uh-huh. and um, really famous people. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: that's good because Switzerland does have the best skiers in the world. That's not figured. Yeah, uh, it's
1: always between Switzerland and Austria. It's I know. A, a I, I, fight, was, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't
0: going to mention Austria, Christine. I was just going to stick with Chris, with Switzerland. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. You know, promote the Swiss skiers. Because oh, yes, and Martina
1: Hink is the tennis player. is also by uns, yes. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: of, of course. She's and then, in- and then that, that man called Roger, what's his name? The other tennis player?
1: <laughs> Roger Feder. unfortunately, we hadn't that uh, the, the occasion to, to talk with him about our organization. But I'm sure when he can hear what we are doing, I'm sure he will help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's such a nice guy. Yeah. He is such a
0: nice Paul guy.
1: Paul Switzerland is admiring him.
0: Yeah, well, the whole world is admiring him. Yeah, sure. really. really. He's
1: yeah. also uh, yep. uh, uh, such a super uh, fantastic human being.
0: Yes, he, he he really is. He really is. Yeah, I, uh, I'm yeah. a big fan of his, and you know, Switzerland has produced not just dressage riders, but good show jumpers, good tennis players, good good skiers too, and a whole lot more.
1: For a little country it's For quite a lot country.
0: yes. It is. <laughs> and and wonderful cheese and
1: chocolates
0: and wenches. Oh yeah, watches. oh yes,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially on Easter, we Easter uh, eat a lot of chocolates, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's
0: wonderful Christine. You it's it's great to catch up with you because uh, you know we know so many of the same people and it's great that you're still as busy as you are in the sport and still enjoying it and reflecting on I'm sure a wonderful com- competition career with horses and what dressage has done for you Um, you must sit down at the end of the day and be very content with what you've achieved
1: oh yes i did because i have also as many students from uh, different countries i have from italy a student i have one from germany i have one from Poland, a very nice girl and she will also compete my young horses and um, I have now a, a girl from Slovenia here, and I have from all the countries coming to me. And I enjoy so much to work with young people and to teach them. And they can uh, also ride on my horses. And uh, I have two grumpy horses, and the third grumpy horse is on the way.
0: Oh yes, oh good. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, it's it's the best. It's a it's a approved stallion in from from Ferton. In certain, mm-hmm. and um, if I find a good rider like that, uh, I like so much, uh, Stephen Peters, mm-hmm. and uh, I would immediately give my horse to him because it's a top top international horse.
0: Wonderful. Now I hope you take yeah. some of these students down to Rappersville to to watch Freddie Knie with his horses. Do you?
1: Oh yes, I will. We, we I take them also to the circus tomorrow. Oh, marvelous. Yes. Walk. Yeah, because uh, he he is here tomorrow in our village, uh, in our town here, just by by my village, here, close to my village, oh, and right. I take them to this place. Also, they learn uh, how to to have uh, dressage from the ground, freestyle as an, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, working from the ground, and mm-hmm. uh, also they can see how fine they ride. I like this way of riding. Yeah, very yes. much. Yes,
0: mm-hmm. beautiful. A, a pleasure to yeah. watch and. I envy you that, Christina, Um, when you go and see Freddie and the horses again. uh, Enjoy that. And thank you very, very much for coming on the show. It's great to catch up with you.
1: Thank you very much, too. Yes, thank you. Bye-bye.
0: Well, that was great, catching up with Christine. Some fond memories of Switzerland for me there, too. You'll find our show notes over at dressageradio.com. And as always, you can leave your comments, questions, and suggestions over on our Facebook fan page. I'm Chris Stafford and I will be back next week with more news, views and interviews from around the world of dressage. So until then, thank you all for listening.